0: hello everyone. I am so excited that I have been trusted with being the host of Someone You Should Know today. And we have some amazing people to tell you about because when we tell you there's someone you should know, the question is why should we know them? And you should know and you'll want to know Taylor and Britt Winston. And um, that's who we have from here. And I'm just going to tell you that kind of the, the good surprises of why you should know them come in in waves. There's so much. and um, But one of the first things I want uh, Taylor to tell us about and to show us is something that he and Britt put together. Um, they, they have really several startup things they're doing, but they have an organization. We're staying busy. They're staying busy <laughs> to a daddy. And two a daddy, you're going to find about, about that later on in our program here. But I wanted them to see right up front, Taylor, what you and Britt have done that is so handsome and amazing. So what you're going to see on the outside of that, it says, Two a daddy. Now, that's part of the mystery to be unveiled. Some of you will figure it out pretty quickly, but this is what you want to see. Here you, know,
1: babies get this on there. We protect it real well for shipping.
0: Oh it's the package is amazing what they do. So, so tell them tell them uh, Taylor and Brayton jump in anytime as well as exactly what this is.
1: This is the original document for the Declaration of Independence um, here at 2A Daddy which stands for Second Amendment Daddy. We believe our Second Amendment is the glue that holds the rest of the amendments and our freedoms together along with being a father we have a son and one on the way my wife Britt, um, but we wanted to sell a product that was important and could have impact in our culture as we all go along this journey that we're seeing in modern times and we came up with the idea of doing the declaration of independence uh, the bill of rights and the constitution this is one of the the collection pieces and to us it means so much because of what these men who signed this did for us and our freedoms for future generations and that's what Britain I stand for. Yeah
0: but you got to tell them how you do this what this what this is um, made up but that's obviously so, this, uh, awesome
1: but this, this took a
0: lot of work how to you make, did so. it? How you did it is stunning.
1: So uh, I have a history in doing laser fabrication and I designed This to be laser engraved into the surface of stained Baltic birch. And then we have a nice pine frame that goes around it as well. Um, We make this at our home in Ashland City, Tennessee. And this one is very unique because um, we got with Johnny and Elizabeth and wanted to make something special if anyone was interested in supporting us. So
0: well, and you will be, especially when you hear more about it. Oh, yes. So. We have a limited edition where my signature's on there, if that means anything to anyone, with let freedom reign. Um, you know, there is something I'm always saying, even on my programs, about the power of decree and declaration and saying something, and we understand even our own, um, declaration of independence. You know, it didn't make the freedom take place overnight. There were seven years fighting, okay. but it all started, it's kicked off with that. And so this is just a very handsome, amazing um, uh, do- uh, document. And we're gonna ha- put it up here yeah. and, and go ahead and keep talking about it and what's beside it when you get there.
1: So uh, this is the black frame version of, of this piece. And over here we have the natural Try not to knock anything down this is the natural frame so they both come in the alternate frames and this is the bill of rights um, equally important first came the declaration of independence and then came the constitution the constitution wasn't ratified until two convention of states and then they had the bill of rights which no one would sign off on until the second amendment was part of that and everything so
0: so they're done in two different formats, and some of you may like that more, some of the, I, I, I do like this. I'm uh, kind
2: of partial to the natural frame though. But I like so. the natural is frame as agree, well, yeah. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much. I love the black frame, but when he put together the natural wood frame, I think what's so cool is that each piece is so unique. You've got the wood grain that comes through from the engraving, but then also on that natural frame as well. So they're really just very beautiful to look at.
0: So I still haven't told you anything, really, about Taylor and Britt. So all you know is that they've done that, and this is going to be available, I don't know where, we got to put something in the links pretty soon. As, um, you can find it
1: point. on 2adaddy.org, um, or reach out to us, taylor at 2adaddy.com or Britt at 2adaddy.com. But make sure to do the .org, because that's what hosts our wood products. And
0: we'll put we'll make sure to get that in into the, the link here. And part of um, the way they're blessing us as well is um, with 30% of each one of these you sell, they want to donate it to something we're doing, Restore 7. And some of you may, I've told about it from time to time, not a lot about it, but we have something called CCPL, the Christian Center for Public Life out of Washington, D.C. And it is basically candidate training in Central and South America, where we find champions under 35 years old that are already involved in government and their nations. Uh, This is something that we're doing for over 20 nations. And um, we're training in foundations of freedom. So there's a real connection to what's taking place here.
1: We're just honored to be able to even give to such a great cause 'cause because that's ultimately what will help save these countries.
0: So in everything you're going to do, you're going to find that there is a, there's like three wins, a win-win-win. Um, one win is you see how handsome it is, how awesome it is. And you're not going to believe when they, uh, the price is so reasonable, you're probably going to want to, you know, order 10 each each of you. I don't, I'm just I don't have it, but it is very reasonable. And so you're going to want to do it just for the value of what it is. And then it's also going to go towards training young men and women for the mountain of government uh, for Central and South America. And then you still haven't found out why you should invest in these two, which is where we're gonna go next. There's so much to tell about them that I do have to look at a a, a note card, you know? (laughs) I wish I had a note card for myself sometimes. (laughs) So um, yeah, why why are they someone you should know? Well, Britt over here, this beautiful raven haired young lady (laughs) is also my niece. And so that is why you should know her. And what she is carrying everything they're about is um patriotism patriotic freedom and appropriately enough uh, she is carrying liberty that's right it's our, we already know it's a girl and they've already <laughs> named her liberty yeah. and you were we are supposed
1: to tell everyone that?
0: We, <laughs> yeah. i think it's been a secret but no, we're no, prepared to secret. let it out now <laughs> um and and so uh, you know brit is amazing she's been on uh, several trips with us um, to Central and South America, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if there's any other place. I know I we, I know in so. Colombia and Peru, mm-hmm. um, and and her her father Martin is uh, is still my brother in law. He wasn't just was my brother in law, but he was one of the original instigators and uh, brain trust for everything to do with Rise. Uh, especially he and Elizabeth were having conversation after conversation for hours uh, about that which is now kicked off that we're doing even starting a whole Rise tour. And then he suddenly passed away um, around, was it 10, 11,
2: 12 years ago. 12 years ago.
0: It was not a good shot for any of us, but he's interested in Rise. And then he decided just to Rise quicker than all of us. And he's he's ahead of us. But so... um, uh, Britt is very special as my niece. So um, Taylor, uh, you know, we're going to hear in just a moment. He, I, I, I consider him an American hero of sorts. Um, only just met him the last couple of years when they got married. And um, he has, you know, we may or may not get a chance to go into all, all that story, but he didn't grow up in the easiest uh, of households to grow up in and but he has been an overcomer and a champion for that which is right and good and um so the part i want him to go ahead and um tell a little bit about is some of you hopefully most of you will remember it was a very unfortunate tragedy the the las vegas shooting of 2017 We're now six six years ago
1: And this will be the sixth anniversary.
0: The sixth anniversary coming up. You probably know the date of everything. Do you have it?
1: October 1st, 2017.
0: We might give him a chance to tell about the tattoos there and why he would tattoo something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you all remember, there was a gunman just began to shoot, or more, um, began to shoot out from the window at a concert that was um, taking place uh, outside of the casino there. And um, how many ultimately were were killed or shot? Um, 58. 58 killed or 58 50 shot? 58 were
1: killed. I believe over 820 were injured or wounded during the shooting.
0: We've forgotten how huge and immense. Massive. The
1: largest mass shooting in modern day history.
0: So Taylor was at that concert. He was uh, an attendee, but he didn't just watch everything go down. And this is there, Taylor. I want you to just... Uh, jump in and begin telling us about uh that night what began to happen and why people will call you why I call you an American hero and um and so take off with it and Britt jump in anytime you want to you know tell it better or with more you know like you need to brag on him more or something (laughs) feel free to do so
1: um well I'll give kind of the shorter version Yeah. Um, I was there in Las Vegas to help film some artists for a company I was working with at the time, Country Rebel. And we were with our family, we call everyone family in our country community over at Stoney's and Country uh, filming. And one of the owners that asked if I wanted to go watch the concert that evening, I wasn't even going to be attending the festival that night. And I accepted the tickets and invited some of the artists that were there with me. And fortunately they said, that they couldn't attend and they needed to go home to their families, um, so that was a blessing. Um, I took the tickets and thought it'd be awesome to go catch the Jason Aldean uh, show, who is headlining the final night, October first, I believe, it was Sunday. And when I got there, um, it was just packed front to back. You know, roughly twenty thousand people in the crowd. Wow. And. Um, took a little bit to find my friends who were over there stage right, and when I got there, um, I decided I wanted to go get a drink for the evening. While I was getting a drink, I heard what I thought at the time was Fire. actual, I thought it was gunshots. Okay, I, you knew it
0: was gunshots, right?
1: But I, I wasn't feeling in danger. It yeah. sounded in the distance, and stuff happens in every city. There's something that's happening. Yeah. I didn't think it was anything intended on the festival. looked around. No one was moving. Um and just the concert was proceeding as normal um once i got back to the group i heard another round of what i thought was gunshots and i was for certain it was gunshots at this point i looked around and no one was still moving at all and it was just everyone focused on the concert everyone heard it um you know a lot of people thought it was fireworks at the time and then very uh (laughs) Sneaks up on you, <laughs> yeah. I've told this dozens of times. Um, and then he heard um, the automatic gunfire shooting into the crowd.
0: It's okay, it takes you yeah. back there and it's, it's a big deal. Contents. Um
1: And at that moment, you know, full chaos, people running around, um, people getting shot next to me, not sure how I didn't get shot, but immediately started screaming, uh, get your heads down, run away from the sound. No one knew where it was coming from, um, and it was very difficult to maneuver in a fully crowded festival. So we just made our way to the side gate, and if you've ever seen like the chain link fences around festivals, they have the little pokey spikes at the top uh, from the chain link. People's yeah. dresses, clothing was getting caught on it. They were wow. getting shot trying to get over. Uh, wow. I had helped with some friends get other people over. Once I had got over, um, I looked back, and one of my friends said that they needed to go in. Man, hmm.
0: it's crazy. <laughs> it's so good. So, like, people, um, essentially, everybody or most everybody was trapped in there with the fence.
1: So, most people there was wasn't. We don't know the exact logistics of it, but yeah. it's difficult to get out yeah. of a crowd of twenty thousand people quickly. Especially when you're
0: under panic yeah.
1: and under full chaos, and don't know where anything's coming from, and everyone running in all directions. Um, I looked back at one of my friends who said he needed to go in and help get some other friends and see if he could, if they needed help or anything. And so he went back in and at that point, after I had cleared myself of what I thought at that moment, we still didn't know if we went around the corner, if people were on the ground or what was going on. I knew that we had to do something and I've been to quite a few festivals and I knew that team members often shared a vehicle and keys might be in one of the trucks in the back. And so... Beelined it towards the employee parking lot. Um, the first vehicle I found had keys in them, man. Drove right back into the active gunfire and a, a lot of other people who there's, I consider thousands of heroes that night, everyone doing what they could. And they started throwing the most critically injured into the back of the truck. And from, once we had a complete capacity as many as we could stuff in there over you know a dozen, 12 to 15 people in, in the bed of the truck and in the back seat. Um, we raced to the nearest hospital. Um, along the way, uh, the person was with me, she was helping you know, stick her fingers in bullet holes and trying to slap people to keep them awake from um, going to sleep before we get to the and, hospital. And was the
0: shooting still going on? Before? It
1: was still going on as we were leaving. Um, once we got to the hospital, we were the first ones there. and they, No one had any idea what was going on. There was no communication yet that there was a shooting going on with the hospital. And we just started dumping um, bodies into the lobby of, of the hospital. Once we unloaded everyone, um, we knew we needed to go back because there were just so many people that we could hear screaming as we were leaving. and. I didn't know this at the exact time, but ambulances cannot go into an active shooting zone. So even if the shooting has been stopped until they actually clear, they can't allow ambulances in. So by the time we got back, the shooting had stopped, but they hadn't let ambulances in. So you're the only ambulance. There was myself and many others who started using their Their vehicles. vehicles. Uh, I think... The only reason I got extra recognition was because I had commandeered a truck. You had to um, take one. And we went in multiple times. And so the same thing, by the time we got back, a lot of our friends had set up a makeshift uh, kind of trauma spot. They were using their belts, shoelaces, ripped up shirts, anything they could do to stop the bleeding of those injured. And we piled them up and went back to the hospital for the second round. Uh, We went back a third time. By the time we went back for the third round, they had um, secured the perimeter and the assailant had been neutralized and they were able to get all the ambulances and we weren't needed at that time. And once we were told that everyone was kind of getting the help that they needed, we went and put the truck in our family's parking lot over there at Stoney's and went and stayed the night at one of the... Artists that I was filming earlier that night at their home that they opened up to myself and a half dozen friends.
0: So, how did the next level of attention start coming your way? Is it um, somebody in the press reported?
1: So, someone reached out trying to get a hold of hold of me, asking about the story. Um, I had a meeting with my friends, trying to figure out if I wanted to do it and share it and. The consensus was, yes, we need a good story in a time like this. And I didn't feel like I did anything special. Uh-uh.
0: You went on your instinct, but it was special.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people did a lot of amazing things that night, and that's one of the biggest takeaways. Um, and part of why we started to a Daddy is, you know, the Second Amendment may be scary to some, but there's far more good in this world than there is evil. And it was proven that night with one person trying to hurt people and thousands thousands trying to help each other Um, well after we decided that my story could do a lot of good uh, I actually (laughs) hired my roommate um, to be kind of a booker and we started a random gmail and she started taking all the interviews (laughs) uh, that she could handle and started lining them up and I literally went down interview lane in Vegas and it's always interesting to see how fast they are to come and how fast they are to try to politicize tragedy Mm -hmm. Um, i made it a number one rule when having conversations that we wouldn't talk about anything political and we would focus on the community and this is a time for healing yeah and just tell my story and and help let others know that there's really good people out there who will answer the call when needed so yeah Um, that's kind of how it started and it became a national and global thing and i got emails and messages from around the world thanking me and inspiring them and then weeks later nothing the event the shooting disappeared just kind of just kind of got swept swept under the rug rug
0: till this day Till this day
1: we
2: haven't heard anything else about it. you would think
1: the biggest mass shooting in modern day history would be talked about occasionally to at least be politicized during this culture war over over our rights
0: and it's i do know some more things about it i'm not going to go into it now but that's one of those truth-telling matters that needs to be brought to the forefront as part of the justice um release that needs to happen over mm-hmm. our nation the nations of the world because it is had almost forgotten in fact i had forgotten just i was the very was surprised thousands and that there was hundreds shot and mm-hmm. 50 something killed like yeah. that's that wasn't like 11 injured here it was it was huge it's a big deal yeah and I, i've never did talk to someone who was right in there particularly in the context mm-hmm. of doing what what you were doing well so now you know a little bit about uh A little bit about taylor and a little bit about what motivates him
1: uh, just to add one more layer um, after the shooting one of the leading clinical psychologists in the country who was actually at the shooting as well reached out to me in southern california and we set up trauma workshops and held um, essentially group therapy teaching others about their trauma for thousands of others and we created a website with free educational resources for others to understand trauma they had been through uh, from this experience, uh, Route91Therapy.com. So, if you know anyone who has been part of a mass shooting of any kind, or specifically from Route 91, there's an amazing plethora of free resources to kind of understand what you're dealing with. And even me, being highly educated and spending a year helping teach thousands of others, I still sneaks up on me.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's that's what your your life was for the next year, right? Yeah. Just just doing that. And that was all before you met Britt. That was
1: yes. all before so, I met this amazing yep. man. So,
0: <laughs> so Britt, tell us some any more thoughts you have on what he just shared, and anything else we should we should know about Taylor, particularly since you're his wife.
2: I honestly, think what's amazing about the whole story and how Taylor has approached it, and and been able to share his story, what comes up in culture specifically we talked about like the politicization of you know the gun violence and it's very sensitive kind of touchy topic um but taylor's just able to kind of meet feelings with with feelings like we could sit and hammer facts all day long and and talk about statistics but really it's it's a heart matter right and people are feeling scared or they're feeling worried about what's the direction of our country or, you know, is is this tool going to be used for violence? Is there a way around that? And Taylor has done such an excellent job kind of meeting those feelings with his his heart, which is for the community. And so I just love that. I mean that's one of the things that I fell for yeah. in him and just having a voice in the Second Amendment space, but really it's the, the freedom and liberty yeah. space, right? Like that, of course, to us is the Second Amendment, but it's also freedom of speech and being able to like use our voices boldly for yeah. freedom, and so that's the most important thing to me.
0: And for the few of you who don't know what the Second Amendment is about, the right to bear arms, And you would think that someone who's just been exposed to an actual shooting in a public place that there might be a conditioning that takes place because of you can tell it still touches him deeply and profoundly that he would be a champion of getting rid of um, weapons from you know your average human being being able to have them and you see this Mm. is not This is not the direction he's gone with, not the direction the two of them have gone with. And so this is as good a segue as any to step into a little bit more about the 2A daddy. You already kind of briefly Mm -hmm. explained 2A is about the uh, Second Amendment. So where does the daddy part come in? Well, Well, it can be you and Brittany. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) And that's not
2: the first. (laughs) Right. right.
1: Um, I mean... Just a little bit of our testimony is I didn't ever see myself being a father. I never had a father myself. I was selfish. I was caught up in the dating app world, the hookup culture, pornography, uh, all the things. and I didn't know where that was taking me. I was just selfish. I wanted to work on, on the businesses I was working on and everything that I had met this beautiful lady, um, Britt, it kind of swept me off my feet. Um, She got pregnant and we didn't know what we were going to do. But the first thing I ever told her was, looks like we're going to be parents. (laughs) And ever since then, it's been a turning point for me understanding the importance of uh, not only being a father myself, the most important role I could ever have in my life, but also, what's missing in this country is fathers. Like fathers would, will, and um, can save this country. Paired with the Second Amendment, and that's kind of where yeah. this mission came from. Is coming from a place of love of being a father to protect your family and children, and also your country. So we educate, train, and equip under mm-hmm. under the Second Amendment advocacy and trying to be frontline soldiers in the culture war, and, and but yeah. come from a place of respect and not not yeah. trying to make people feel bad if they're against us. Like we're all on the same team, yeah. so. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what's so so amazing, and it just occurred to me now, the 2A daddy is, both of you, as you just briefly stated, your dad wasn't there for you. Mm-hmm. And um, Britt's dad was there for, and he was a great dad. I knew him uh, perfectly well as well but she's been over 10 years without him. So both of them have um, mm-hmm. have been without their daddy here on earth, but they're champion to a daddy. Right. And so that's just a, a wonderful thing. And you can, you know, if we went deeper on all uh, the testimonial of it, you, you know, part of he talked about really being a, he, he didn't call it a, a good for nothing, but you were, you know, you were pecking your way through life and not doing so well. You don't have your daddy you don't have your father there giving you the guidance that's supposed to be there. It's hard. And mm-hmm. then you can imagine for Brit, all the questions to ask, why does my father taken early? And mm-hmm. so there's uh, uh and perhaps if y'all got totally honest, the way you reason y'all connected mm-hmm. and, and came to each other is okay, say daddy issues that weren't totally resolved. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, <we laughs> right? Do a part two on yeah. all that, but it's, but it's true. There's a lot of depth there. And for me, just kind of going through a season in life, totally disconnected from my Papa God
0: Because and
2: you know, yeah, that's definitely a part of it. And I, we were put in this position where, okay, surprise, we're going to have a baby, the amount of redemption and just love of the father that came in when we decided to fully step into that. Yeah you know, of course swept us off our feet. And part of that then was a catalyst to creating 2A Daddy. But the conversations we were having leading up to creating a business together were, what are we doing with this life? What are we doing together? And how do we move forward in a a stronger and more wise capacity? And it's really just fun to actually see what God has been able to do with that, I'm more surprised yeah. than anyone to be honest with you, but for me, specifically, it was I had been cancelled in Hollywood yeah. and my background in production and got kind of blacklisted from the industry and um
0: for not going totally woke and say correct
2: for not going for just talking about my beliefs in in general um and so then when Taylor and I were kind of in our process and we realized we We want to be bold in the truth that we're speaking and the truth that we're we're literally walking through right now. It's not that we have some beautiful storied history that we can write a book about and share. It's like, no, we're living in this moment of Redemption and truth and how can we be honest and and impact people at the same time. Awesome. It's uh, not easy. And that's kind of how that came up for us with the two A Daddy no. name and story. And our son, who's a little over one year old, his name is Crossen, which is my maiden name. So yes. he's carrying on my dad's legacy
1: to, and a pretty nice, huh? Britt's father, Yeah. And so we gave our son's first name,
0: Crossen. Yeah. So we'll have Crossen and then Liberty upcoming. Yeah. And so no you all are amazing. I'm so proud of uh, both of you. It's been great to meet uh Taylor you know I' still with four daughters and then the nieces it's still yeah. any any guy that shows up there's a little bit of uh, um, but um, I mean
1: that's good to serve yes.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's uh but Taylor has been amazing, and what an uh I can, it's a biblical Just trying to think of a non-biblical terminology, but there's an overcomer, and overcomer mm. doesn't just, uh, you can see it on him. He's, he's, he's not going to be one that just wallows in misery of whatever, you know, That's these right. things happened to me. I didn't have this, this, uh, all that type of thinking. S- solutions,
1: not, of, not problems. <laughs> yes.
0: And it's the very, it's that, that ability to, um, not see yourself just as a victim because you you see if you can imagine mm-hmm. right. back to not to relive a, a horrible moment but back at the concert and you're there like how many of us I just like it's such a uh, a rare instinct to me mm-hmm. I think to think rescue and not escape um, um to, to think of others bite, like, how like, just, mm-hmm. like how is that like just like how is that just that came to you that quick? Because literally, I think the the natural human thing is I'm not safe. I need to get out of here. Yeah. But you had something else that works inside of you.
1: Everyone does. Uh, there's three things. You're going to fight, you're going to flight, or you're going to freeze. So that those know. three things occurred for everyone and some people multiple. I had my first instinct, which was flight. During flight I inc- I was yelling at others to keep their heads down and get away from danger but you you can't help anyone unless you can help yourself and when you're getting shot at like fish in a barrel there's nothing you can do. Um you know I've been to Iraq when I signed up for the Marine Corps when I was 17 years old it's different. I was signing up for it and I'm also going into combat or into combat prepared with armor, firearm, have a plan. Uh, all these things, but something on your own, in your own backyard with all your friends and thousands of people around in one of the, you would expect to be one of the safest events or even places uh, in, in the country, Las Vegas specifically, with all the casinos and cameras everywhere, um, which that's a whole nother rabbit trail we could go yeah, down. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it's, it's just unexpected and there's nothing you can do. And I ran, I was terrified. I thought I was gonna die as soon as I got to the fence line and started helping people get over is when that kind of started shifting and was like, Oh shoot, I need to do something. And that's when that, I guess, boldness took over at that point. But you know, I was scared. I thought I was going to die.
0: Well, this has just been amazing. So y'all see there's, there's three things going on here. There's more than three things going on here, but we'll, we'll re-hit. And we're going to, uh, tell about these and and tell me anything else about these that we need to know about in a moment. There is the Declaration of Independence, there's the Bill of Rights, and then the series also has...
1: We'll have the Constitution being added to it. Um, I had to make these files from scratch. They take a long time. Um, Pretty great at graphic design, but still has taken many hours to curate these files specifically. The Constitution is a lot more intense because it... It's very, you can't even read it, really, it had to be deciphered. If you look at the original document, it's very difficult to read. So when you're adding that complexity to now another layer of complexity, where you're laser engraving through a layer into wood, it's very difficult to read. So I'm going to have to completely reformat and break down the constitution and choose how to do it properly. I think we're going to end up doing a one page. It's going to be beautiful. And then that will be a four-piece collection if you want the whole Constitution. But then if you want the collection of these three incredible and important, one, I think, aside from the Bible, some of the most important documents. Right. The well, they're motivated
0: man. men who who really drew on the Scriptures yeah, in order well, to come well, up with true. these. Well,
1: how many references were there when they created the Constitution? I think like 60% yeah. of the Constitution was based on the Biblical Bible. Biblical stuff. Um, But one other thing I wanted to point out was these signatures were men who believed in future generations above themselves and the selflessness. John Hancock is a thing because he signed his name, The The Biggest, which this is his death warrant.
0: Made him a biggest target.
1: Biggest target. These people were hunted down, killed, their families, everyone tortured because they wanted freedom for themselves and future generations. So. I can't stress enough how important it's mm. <laughs> document. It mm. makes me tear up.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we're seeing that. That's amazing. uh. uh so, a true American hero. It's hard to so, think
2: through that. That you know, they're ta- where did we talk about freedom within the context of actually understanding freedom, right? Like in the country that we came right. up in, because of yeah. these people, they just had this idea of what freedom could be. Of this great experiment. And they were willing to sign their lives away for it. That's why we think it's so powerful.
0: And then in the last three years, we've seen the most open assault against mm-hmm. all this foundation yep. ever seen. But it's...
2: And uh, we will...
1: Yes. We're going to go toe-to-toe with, mm-hmm.
0: with that. Right. There is... Uh, that's not going to be a win for the enemy. Right. But this is the stuff. This is the foundation. This is what we go back to. We will be returning to... A republic, and cease being a corporation. That's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. You've heard me talk about that on other programs, and we're not going to go there now. So this um, will be just something great for whoever wants. I don't. We did I, I don't remember anything other than it's under two hundred dollars. This something. Um, this we detail. sell them for one hundred twenty
1: nine ninety five on our website. And 30% of all the sales, specifically for the Restore 7 audience, is going right back into your mission. And we couldn't be more honored um, if anyone can support us in any way.
0: And so this goes towards, you could say supporting them, but it's just really paying for it. It's, a, it's a, a, a bill of rights, a declaration of independence that everyone should have in, in, you know, in their house, in their possession, in their office somewhere. i think it sells itself it sells itself just you looking at them and it literally when you opened it up the first time and he gave us one um taylor and Britt did i was like oh my goodness this is so good looking everybody should have one and so that was uh, immediately i said to elizabeth we got to have them on someone you should know these (laughs) need to go everywhere Uh, but then they wanted to make sure that they're not getting all profit even though it's deserved that they're not getting all the profit for it, that this is something that would also go, and like I said, 30% of, of it's going to go yeah. towards raising champions of freedom throughout Central and South America. So, so cool. we know many of you are going to uh, want to take advantage of it. Did I hit all three things? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did actually. Well,
1: the only thing I wanted to add to that is when you buy one of these, we're not, we're not making a ton off of it. You're no, just it helping us have the ability to continue our mission to fight on the front lines and utilize our skill sets. You know, she's been canceled. She can speak to women and uh, against abortion. She's so talented in so many areas there. And myself with the mass shooting, I know a lot of stuff educationally as well. So I can do facts with feelings. And when you purchase something like this and support us, you're just supporting our skill sets to go continue to fight the mission.
0: This is awesome. Well, you know, before we close, I just, I'm feeling that I want to uh, pray for Taylor and Britt. And, and this is really a kickoff. I, I just feel that my spirit's a kickoff for who they are, who they're called. They've already been doing it, but this is a, a, a launching to the next level um, for them. And those of you who are watching, just extend your hand in just a moment to pray for them. And then I'll just close praying for us um, as well. But just really so excited to be able to uh, present them to you and um just uh, this was this was an amazing an amazing program so let's just pray lord i just thank you for taylor and Britt, and lord just thank you for their testimony thank you lord for taylor's heart his tenderness uh before you just his his tenderness towards humanity even lord and his love for freedom and lord we just thank you for all the things that you brought him through and rescued him from lord we thank you that he didn't choose to remain groveling in life because things were unfair and he didn't have all the things that he should or could and uh, same thing for Brit Lord thank you for the ways that she has found to overcome and uh, for neither one of them has life been a piece of cake it's not been easy and in their own uh, personal journey of uh, heroism in in your sight Lord because what I hear you're saying there you see them as heroic both of them that they are motivated not just to be survivors or just to even uh, make statements for themselves, but they're so conditioned and motivated and 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 turned towards our whole nation, Lord, for the foundations of freedom and for um and, and for all all that was fought over um in our in our own nation, Lord, these men as as uh Taylor would point out, these these men that gave their lives. In so many ways, we have so many uh, heroes from years and years ago that have paid the ultimate price, the great sacrifice for this. And they're in that, as he says, they're, they're in that same, he considers himself in that very same fight because we find the enemy is knocking at the door, uh, trying to take our, our foundations of, of freedom away. Mm-hmm. Freedom's established upon your scripture, things you have declared where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. That's something you tell us in the Scripture. So, Lord, let a fresh anointing come on uh, uh, Brit and Taylor and Liberty even right now, Lord. Let there be something that takes place over Liberty. Lord, let her be, as it says about John the Baptist, that he was filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb of his mother. Let Liberty be jumping inside of Brit at this time. And, Lord, let there be um, just... uh, uh, an acceleration at your speed, Lord, accelerated at your speed for their life. We They want to be, we want them at rest and peace and not under strife, Lord. We just pray that your provision, your protection, your covering over them would be expanded, would be extended, that new angels would be assigned to them. We thank you for, for that, Lord. Lord, for the listeners, we just thank you for encouraging each and every one of them. Lord, I just pray that... Uh, You would even use this program to stir up courage and a willingness to stand up in the ways that we should. Lord, that was, it's always been one of the greatest values that you have, even for um, your champions, your heroes of faith in the scripture. They were praised for being those that had courage. It's your your word to Joshua, everywhere the sole of your feet goes, I'll go with you. Only be courageous. Don't be afraid, only be courageous. And so there's a call to courage and to be willing to uh, pay the price for advancing matters and issues and characteristics of who you are a God of freedom, uh, a God who wants uh, humanity to be able to have the choice for themselves of um, pursuing a better place in life and a better place in your kingdom as well, Lord. This is something that you have appreciated and endorsed since the Garden of Eden, this concept of freedom. And so we thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you.